Welcome out there. What's good, people? It's Reg. It's Stone. And it's the inaugural Reg and Stone Awards, the most esteemed music award show in the world. Do, 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 do. People know about the Grammys. Do, 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 do. You know, the MTV Music Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to set the mood, you know. Like, I feel like we need to be in tuxes. We have tuxes. Like, I'm, who says I'm wearing black a black T-shirt? Uh, the red carpet was downstairs. Wants so to sneak in past your security. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> where are you? Where are you going there, buddy? <laughs> uh, the after party is going to be at the corner. Yeah, corner. Literally. <laughs> I, think, I, I think. Yeah. I, I think. What time is it now? It takes, before seven. It's happy hour. Remember to go out there and get five dollar drinks before they raise the proper eight nine dollar booking prices. Uh, we're going to do we're going to do official, but it's still going to be better than the Grammys. Yes, absolutely. Still be- going to be better than the Grammys. Not the American Music Awards though; they might have us. Uh, maybe. But the Grammys, we definitely maybe. definitely got in the lock. <laughs> uh, anyway, people, this is where we talk about the music that touched us, that made us cry, made us laugh, got us angry, mostly cry, mostly cried, unfortunately. <laughs> This year, I can't. This year was a good year for music. I think overall, I can't say it was a bad year. It's not a bad year. It's, yeah. it's not a great year yeah. for music. Like, I, I think it was a year. I I think it's you know what it was. I I think it's because the album that should have hit did not hit. I think there was plenty of great music. I think there was plenty of great underground music. I think there were artists that surprised me. Yeah. But I think it's what was weird about this year was that it was a year of where the old gods definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Became mortal this year. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. It, it, it's. I, I think this is a year, you know, because music is is constantly changing. And I think now that streaming is kind of caught up with, you know, like what the mass market wants. You know, you've you're just seeing a lot of wild westness. So I think this year is like this. It's kind of it's like you know when you have your team in the NBA and you say, oh, it's a it's a building season. It's yeah. a building year. <laughs> They'll be back. They'll be back. They'll be back for the championship next year. And that's how I feel about 2018. Oh, you know, it was it was across the I think across the board. I think and and it was this weird where you know it's usually you know I feel like a couple of years you could always count on certain superstars coming out and dropping certain big records. And I feel like it is, and, it's, and it wasn't this year, but I feel like the biggest, the, the, the turn of a shift that it was a weird change happening was Swift from last year. Mm. Her album did, obviously, do bonkers because she's, you know, the, the premier white Aryan goddess of American music. But it was weird to see her kind of even lose her sales. Yeah. And I feel like as a result, everything else has been kind of in a flux where all these guaranteed hits, all these guaranteed MCs, all this, all these pop stars and yada, 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 nothing really panned out the way anybody thought it would pan out. Yeah, no, I mean, which, which is great, which is great. You know, I, I, I think, again, like, you know, it's so unpredictable this year. You know, there's so many trends, there's so many artists that you would never think, you know, who are blowing up, you know, um, this, you know, Again, who would think that Six Nine would have a number one album in the country? Yeah, Six so Post Malone would be like the most popular rapper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, it's like like twenty eighteen is always throwing us curveballs. Um, so we thought that to memorialize <laughs> the year that was, uh, we would have our own award show. Yes, <laughs> we would go out there, and you won't see little things like you know best hip hop record of the year, you know best R and B solo. No. We figure we give the award to the streets once. Topics that they care about. <laughs> we don't care if your song has 60% of song lyrics. <laughs> 40% of vocal. 
It's flair. I don't even know. We I don't care about that. Yeah, we don't care about that. Who cares? <laughs> this, this is the if it bumps or not awards, basically. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what's happening. Exactly. Here. But uh, let's 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 start off. All right, let's go. All let's right, go. So first, drum roll, please. Thank you. <laughs> Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Uh, yeah. So you know, I, this is kind of a weird. Thing, you know. All right. So I was thinking about this. Right. And I was just kind of like. Oh shit! The Grammys fall into the same trap when you say best new artists, because like I was throwing out, you know, I was thinking of people, and I was just like, oh yeah, but it's like, but they they popped off like two years ago, yeah, great. or last year, yeah. Uh, you know, I was like, oh yeah, Daniel C. No, 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 that was twenty seventeen. Like, <laughs> oh, like no, 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 no. So, uh, but I think I'm gonna put my rookie year as Saba. Nice, Ex- excellent choice, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a sleeper pick. But, uh, and it shouldn't be. I feel like it was. I feel like when the album came out, like in the beginning of the, I think it was February. He, he got a lot of press, and I feel like you know, with Lord knows of all the other shenanigans, you know, crazy president at the wheel, it, it kind of fell to the wayside. But it, it's still a fantastic record. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely one one of my favorite hip hop records of the year. Um, and just like solid throughout. Um, you know, just had really like, a really cool theme and constant, uh, just evolution from track to track. And yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say he came out of nowhere, but uh, 2018 was kind of a breakout year in terms of, of uh, you know, kind of like, you know, him getting press, uh, him working with Chance the Rapper, um, that kind of was pushing him, you know, a bit over the top as well. Um, but I also feel like he, you know, as a rookie, he still has a ways to go, you know, I, but I'm, I, I see promise in the, in the young kid, you know, I see, I see him doing good things. So, um, Unlike the Grammys, this is not a curse, <laughs> you know, because the Grammys like best new artist, so you never hear him from him again. Like, no, it's not a curse. Like, like, like I feel like Saba's going, like, in a in a year or so, I think he's going to be like a force, you know. So look out. Yeah, no, and and he's been dropping these singles that are that are solid. It's obviously with the Care for Me, it's more of a concept album, more to, it's in a more morose lane. He's been dropping more, and I and I hate to kind of use this thing like like Chance to Rap, but more like upbeat tracks. Yeah, but they've all been pretty solid singles. Like he's somebody. It's, I think even at this stage in the game, he's going nowhere. Like I I think that he's 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 etched enough of a career and etched enough of a respect where it's just solid. Like um, I let the algorithm play yesterday, the YouTube algorithm, <laughs> and for some reason it kind of fell into a whole tiny music trap. And then eventually his set came on, yeah. and it was flames, and it, yeah. and, it's, and effortlessly. That was cool about it. He's not there trying hard. He's just he's just there sitting there. You know, he's got a background singer, it's the live band, and it's just vibing. So props to him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so the next uh, category we have. Ooh, drum roll again. Do 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 do. A most A&R'd album to death. Ooh. Of the year. And 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 I like the nominations here. <laughs> I like the nominations here. <laughs> I will take. I will take. I will take. Hmm. We've, we've got two strong nominations. I will throw in a third quick one just okay. now. Yep. I would make the argument that Nicki Minaj okay. is definitely worthy for you this album. I I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> it's it's. I feel like somewhere there's actually a good album, but in between all those weird songs and you know. And arguing over samples of Nas against Tracy Chapman, and you know, it's it's something where I felt like oh, that album is by it playing it so safe, it played it really badly. Well, and look, against her strengths, even yeah. though she was doing her best. Yeah, I mean, I, although I do have to say the A and R Hail Mary of adding Fifi 
Yes. <laughs> yes. At the last minute. Yes. To secure that number two position. Yes. yes. You know, like, and then I got like a pay raise for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe still like fired, still fired. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was like, that's definitely an album that you, you could tell, like, you know, they're kind of, you know, again, we talked about Nicki Minaj and we talked about, you know, the struggle she's kind of like coming up with, uh, coming up against. And yeah, she, I think she tried her hardest, but I think like, I think she was trying too hard at the same time. Uh, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it just kind of felt like it was falling apart and, and like there's just no consistency with the album and she's just not really... <laughs> I wouldn't say she's built for twenty eight, not built for twenty eighteen, but I feel like there's something about this album that just didn't click. Yeah, no, agreed. I, I feel like it's something where, and 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 maybe why I didn't deserve this to, to be in this category is I can't even blame the A and R per se. Like you said, arguably with that Fefe, it might have even saved it, but it felt like it's something where it was just off in a weird way. It felt like almost like. Like, I felt like even almost arguably an AR to, A&R would have been done a better job because at least those singles would have hit a certain way. Yeah. Like, that trap song would have been a dope-ass trap song. Like, Fefe, you know? Yeah. Like, that you would have had more. And again, not to say I'm not a big fan of that song, yeah. but that song did what it had to do. And I've never seen an album where there's so many songs that didn't do what they had to do. Yeah. 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 But uh, but uh, the nominees that we officially have <laughs> are Mr. Anderson Pock <laughs> and Buddy. And I see both these, actually. <laughs> Uh, I, I think the saddest one, I, I think the, I think I know what the winner is. I don't know what you believe, but I believe the winner by a clear mile is Mr. Pac. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think with Buddy, I, I think what's disappointing is the fact of where it's awesome seeing West Coast MCs. It's awesome seeing the renaissance of West Coast MCs of all types of stripes. You've got yeah. YG talking about gangster shit, wearing fucking your daddy's shoes and socks. You've got, you know, Kendrick Lamar doing crazy bops. You've got the rise of Blueface in the last, I feel like suddenly in the last week or two, where all, all he right. does is is basically, it's old school, like, like basically think of Sugar Free, but rapping really fast and it completely offbeat. Yeah. Just bass shit. But enough where it's an eclectic scene. So it's weird to have such a solid rapper come out and do a very generic rap album. Yeah. Like it's very, yeah. It's, there's no West Coast identity to it. There's no real stories. It's just serviceable rap tracks that anybody else could have done. Well, I, I think, you know, and beyond that, um, you know, I think his, his mixtape projects and his projects with Cajun Rana, like those were dope. Yes. Um, but when you have Khalid on two tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and like I, I, I look like I rag on Khalid just as much as I rag on LMI, <laughs> but it's kind of true. Like, 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 yeah, I'm not saying like you know, Khalid's not talented, but it's kind of a ploy. It's kind of like, oh, this is going to get you playlisted. Yes, this it fits in the algorithm in between the other Khalid songs of light pop, R&B, hip hop. This will go right in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. A really, uh, I was listening to it the other day. It's like uh, the track was a tie dollar sign, and like, like, so, like, you know, he had some really cool collaborations there that actually worked, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it was definitely something where, um, you know, when we say AR to death, it just seems like you know, you, you follow the trends, and as an artist, you kind of lack direction, and then you walk away from some of the things that made you authentic and cool. Agreed, um, and not saying that. You know, you have to be underground, whatever. Like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you're signed to a major label, you have to make hits. But I, I feel like there's a balance there um, that wasn't really struck with this album. So, 
Yeah. And and the winner is probably the most probably it's 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 also probably a nomination for most disappointing record of the year. But we'll we'll talk about that later. But uh, Anderson Park. I felt that going back to your point, I gave the definition where it's not necessarily a and but it's where you do so much, you kind of lose what makes you special. This is a man where, and not to be funny, where he dropped probably one of the better records of last year of Knowledge, where probably Knowledge is set up as probably just a MacBook, Blunts, <laughs> 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 and a shitty, you know, like like TV somewhere in a corner of a room, and he dropped such, you know, such great records there and just like, you know, very, you know, down-to-earth kind of set up, presumably, and you've got this major label, Dr. Dre produced. If you want to get a flying champions in the in, in the fucking studio, can get that for you. If you want unicorns, can get that for you. This well slickly polished record where it kind of missed the oomph of his earlier stuff. Yeah, and this 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 record's gonna appear a few times. So uh, and it's not a bad record. That's what's depressing it's, about it's not, it. It's not a bad record, but it, it it's. Yeah, it, it's it's going to win a few awards um, that I, I don't think Mr. Pac wants to win. <laughs> <laughs> don't dox us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I mean, uh, look, everybody's taking home a trophy in that category. <laughs> <laughs> you get a trophy. You get a trophy. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> this, this is something that you you're like like you can own this one, man. Oh yeah, yeah the the most. Hey, we didn't see you on these streets when the world was a dumpster fire a year ago, but it's nice to see you now. Most woke awards. <laughs> this is the award the for Delray McKesson. The Delray McKesson woke award. Patagonia Blue Vest Awards. You're sponsored by Patagonia. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's something where. There's been there's been a unique trend, and not to say it's it's a good thing. I think I I like my artists more well aware and know what's happening in these streets, but you know, to a certain extent, there's a little bit more protection happening there. You know, that's all, yeah. all I'm asking for is a little more per, you know more in, just a little more, you know, understanding what's happening in the world. And uh, so this is an interesting one because I feel like a lot of artists could kind of fall into this trap. You know, I feel like Katy Perry was winning this last year. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know she might win it, and also in this year too. But uh, for me, I, I think it's just kind of a conversation about like you know, just it, there's a place for politics and music, and it, and generally both go together. But it's kind of just being cognizant of how you do it. Um, I think here the weird one, and I hate to say this, it's kind of bad and it's kind of weird at the same time. Twenty One Savage. Okay. And, I, and hear me out. 21 Savage came out with basically, and, and I actually like this record. 21 Savage kind of came out, you know, Amber Rose, uh, you know, Men Are Hoes too, yada, 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 this and that, this and that, this and that. And he dropped an album where, as great as it is, we're right back to the, the, the horrible misogyny that we normally used to. <laughs> and again, there's nothing wrong with that. I actually like the album a lot. But it's just interesting to kind of see how people go when the winds change. That's all. Nice and easy on that okay. one. Okay. But that right. brings it into a personal favorite as a hip-hop fan. One that, I, I want to call this officially the corrupt <laughs> <laughs> misogynist of the year award. Yep. <laughs> Where it's just like, you know, not to be funny, the world is very misogynistic. It's very unwoke world across the board, not just hip-hop. Yep. But in hip-hop, there's definitely some tropes that you kind of get used to and you kind of let slide. And as a result, when something is really misogynistic, you got to go out. You got you to gotta go above and beyond yeah. for it to be that misogynistic. Yeah. And I think I might agree with this. Look who's on this 
also Mr. Pac. <laughs> yeah. Like so. All right. So you know, there's misogyn- misogyny, which you know, and, and again, like. Us in music and hip hop, we haven't had this discussion yet. No, <laughs> you know, um, there's plenty of songs out there talking about you know, bitch or hoe or you know, basically saying I, I fucked your girl, whatever, and like, and the woman is like seen as property, like all that's still misogyny. Yes, <laughs> but you know, we all tend to kind of nod our heads at that in the club. Yeah, so there's a whole other conversation that we don't want to have, but. Mr. Pac's misogyny is on that Ike Turner level of sadism. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, we talked about this before. It's like, I I feel like he's not that way in person. I feel like he's just playing a character. But like... It's that West Coast pimp shit. It is, though, but... and it, But it sucks. <laughs> And it's not, and and the thing is, what what makes it, and and not to say that putting down as comedy is ever is ever. I mean, putting down at any like marginalized target is ever funny. Yeah. But there are jokes to be had at anything, and yeah. I think that in general, you know, we we can't. I can't sit here in good faith and say I've never laughed at a hip hop skit that had you know certain misogynistic trends. Yeah. Or funny, like like I, I think we just mentioned Sugar Free. Yep. Or Dove and the Dude, or even Too Short. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there's always what sucks about Pac is that it's just like sexism for the sake of sexism, and it feels like almost there's nothing yeah. really. There's not. It, it ruins a song. It comes out of nowhere, and uh, kind of funny, funny segue. But um, so I've listened to a lot to the Dream dropped his like his three album, mm-hmm. his his triple mixtape album, and the thing is, the Dream has really horrible sexist lyrics. And it's very puerile, very juvenile. But at least there, he's trying to write sex songs. It may be misguided, but at least he's going in that direction. Yeah. Pac is just like, I don't know. We don't need to have this weird, and you know, this weird sex sounds and this this girl catching you cheating and cheating you on record. It just seems kind of weirdly random. Yeah. No. Definitely. And, and it's actually kind of weird too because, you know, I feel like we're the only two people talking about this. <laughs> You know, like, like I'm, I'm actually kind of, kind of surprised that like nobody's really bringing it up. You know, this Anderson Pac album might appear multiple times tonight. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I, it, it, I, I, I think you know, even though the album album probably isn't as popular as his other, earlier work, like I do think like there's a running theme in this album, and I'm surprised that more people aren't talking about it. And not saying you know whether it's right or wrong, especially you know. Uh, there is this kind of like you know what is art, what is what is you know what is fiction, what is truth, you know whatnot, you know in hip hop. Um, so yeah, I mean I don't know what the answer is in terms of you know is you know is it okay if, if we know he's playing a character, um, you know, but I, I don't even feel like we're having that discussion. Yeah, you know, um, and I think that's the most interesting thing. But yeah, I I just find like, I mean, it looks like suede. Like we like was is probably one of the best Anderson Pac album like tracks uh, of all time. And it's misogynistic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so like like I mean we've all known he's kind of he's kind of done this, especially when he gets into the seventies theme character. Um, but yeah, I'm just surprised that like nobody's kind of stepped up and taken him to task for it. Yeah, no, I think you it's know? and I think it's not to be funny. I think it's because the album is again like we discussed is kind of a little bit on the disappointing side. So I think he's kind of been given the pass because. 
I think if the music was that, if, if the music was as good as it was before, and and, and again, I, I hate saying this because it sounds like we're downing him. No, the album is just really, the album is pretty good. I don't even say the album is good. It's just not great. And yeah. it's definitely a step backwards from what he's been doing before. And I think that's kind of been a narrative as opposed to the fact of where thematically he seems a little bit off also. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, a little try too hard. Yeah. But uh, we, we've, we've hated it enough. Let's bring it back to the positive side. Okay. Let's you do know this. What I'm saying? Let's do right this. now, the audience has had a couple of, you know, Bows Cristal in the system. They're feeling a little happy. So, you know, please, can we have the, the trumpets play, you know, the strings? The most surprising comeback. And I think we're both on the same page with this one because it is Miss Diva Mariah Carey. Hell yeah. Yeah, who dropped arguably. It's, it's, I don't think there's, we could definitely make an argument that there's better R&B albums out there this year. But if you're talking about like, like pop, like 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 something where like a upbeat R and B album. I don't think there's a better one. I don't even know if there's a better R and B album. Wow. Yeah. No. I, I I'm trying to think. I'm like there might be right. something a little more. You know, there might be something a little more soulful. I'm trying to think of. You know, my mind's drawing a blank right now. But as far as like stuff that you would hear on your R and B station, top yeah. forty shit. Yeah. Just period kills no. it. No. No. Yeah. Like like and, and again like Mariah Carey. You know, like when you when you're in, been in the game for like shit what now like almost 30 years yeah like i mean you could you know either try to chase trends if you want to do a comeback album you know you can like you know or like you you go too far into you know what you already know and just doesn't sound relevant or contemporary and i think she just found this balance with this album where like she wasn't chasing trends, she went back to what she knows, but it sounds as fresh as hell. Yeah, no, and and, and and what's great about it is the fact of going back to the fresh as hell because she could easily fall into the, the classic 90, 90s R and B trap, but it sounds modern. Like it's something where it's a record where like it's something where if, she, if what's I think what's unfortunate is if she came out if this was the LMA album, we'd be like praising her as a new queen of R and B. Oh yeah, and I think it's because of the fact of where she's come out with this album after wow she's got like something like fucking fifteen albums or something crazy. Yeah, we're just not getting the respect she deserves, but yo, this album's fucking flames to begin to end. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Props yeah. to her. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and like the the you know why it's such a great comeback is because Mariah's had a down period for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking like ten years or so, 10, 15 years where like she was or her her you know creative output was was you know not being well received. You know, she was always in the news for the wrong things. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's a it's an amazing victory lap for her. So, yeah, so prop props to her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so we're gonna have a musical guest. We're gonna have Dwight Yoakam and <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> right now, they're performing <laughs> and the hologram of Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> right now, they're performing uh, a banjo rendition of swimming pools. <laughs> Everybody's clapped. Oh man! Uh, and now back to the negativity. <laughs> the, the most disappointing record of the year. Oh, uh, I mean, look for me by far, uh, yay. Yeah, I, I think even if you're a yay fan, even right. if you're a yay apologist, I think there's no doubt where that yay record didn't stand the test of time. Yeah, you can make the argument Kids See Ghosts is is probably I can even make the argument it's maybe even a little bit underrated. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely. but uh, the Kanye record, nope. No, yeah. no, and, and I, and I think you know, I, I, like there's always been the rumor that there's there's actually like the real Yay record is in a vault somewhere in Montana. 
being guarded by ranchers. You know, like by by like Calvin Bundy or whatever that <laughs> that rancher dude is, who's now who he's like woke now. Oh, he is. Yeah, like like oh, it's crazy. Um, but uh, but no. So I mean, you know, like Life of Pablo was his last album. Like you know, even though people like, I would say I love the album. Um, but. You know, even though it might have been inconsistent and whatnot, it still owns the entire culture for the year that it dropped. You know, and, I, yeah. and I think, you know, like the anticipation of Kanye dropping seven track albums, you know, every week for like, you know, a month or like a month and a half or whatever that was, like the anticipation was there for him to own the entire year of 2018. And, you know, even though Daytona is my favorite album of the year. Um, I think Yay was going to be that centerpiece and that and that that um yeah, that kind of like decisive thing that you pull in the mantle that says, Yeah, this is like art and it completely failed. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Completely I, failed. And, and <laughs> yeah. I can't think of any song from Yay except for the first one. And that's only because of the sample and like the, the the intro. Like literally that's all I can think of is the intro from the first the album's a total blank. And I, and I think it's a little unfortunate where, you know, it's, I think, and I don't want to kind of go too deep and luckily we've avoided all the politics, but I think Kanye is in a space of where I think Kanye is a special genius to kind of come out of the thin air just because he's Kanye. Yeah. And I think the idea of where, you know, he was going to rush out all these records and like put them all together and get them all together and yada, yada, yada. And, and you know, there's been evidence that it's, it was all rushed from beginning to end. And I think it shows, particularly with Ye. I think that you know what was I think what was this, this new record that was supposed to come out and uh, what, what did, did it have a name? Yeah, Gandhi, Yandi, Yandi, yeah, whatever it is. I, I think the fact that he took a step back, <laughs> it was also like yo, I'm not releasing this on Black Friday. I think bodes well for a bounce back. Again, Kanye, the politics aside, everything else, but I think Kanye is a kind of artist who works well in groups. B collaboration and C over time, but but you know like like even what makes his album more disappointing is that you know all the other stuff that he released, you know wasn't bad, you know like like again Daytona was fire, Daytona, um, you know Kids Ghost not not bad, yeah. not bad like not I'm not gonna say it's like my you know uh, favorite album of the year, but you know consistent the consistency was there and things like that. The Nas album, not. Uh, no, that one, buddy. But yeah, you know, but it's not as bad as Ye. It's not as bad. Like, like, like you could tell where Kanye put his time and effort and energy in. Um, you know, the production on the Nas album I thought yeah, was great. If we could make the argument that the production of the yeah. uh, on the on the like, and then and, you know, but so it's something about Ye that he felt like he needed to make the statement, and yeah. you know, for some reason he's recording in a week or whatever, and. You know, it just completely fell flat. Yeah, I agree. I can't, you know? I, I can't make the argument. Like, like I said, it's, it's personally, I, I still think that, uh, I still think Nas album is horrible, but I can understand the argument where it might not necessarily have been Ye's fault. Like, it, Nas is kind of tired sounding also. Yeah, but like the production was great. Yeah. And I, I think if the, the production was, was as shitty on the Nas album or as shitty on T- Daytona, which is one of the best produced albums of the year, I feel, um, you know, we, we could say, we could make an argument, but there's something about Ye that, Completely fell flat. Like, yeah. like he completely um, punted the ball in this. And I don't know if that's on purpose or whatnot, but the consistency was there on, on other projects. Yeah, so. no, I can't, I can't deny that one. Yeah. All right, so let's go somewhere happier. The happiest death of the year, aka the Good Riddance Award. Oh man, this, I don't know if this is happy. 
That's half. I, I uh, mean, I, it's it's. So all right. So I didn't. I didn't have too much put here. Um, just because. I don't know. I, I wish, like, I, I used to be in the music industry, so I wish these artists well. They, they put in a lot of time and effort and work into what they do. But I'm kind of happy that Iggy Azalea kind of disappeared this year. Oh, so you're going to have me keep for the white girl? <laughs> I'm put it on there. How dare you diss my alabaster princess? I, I felt like of Iggy Azalea, going back to A&R, here's an example of where A&Rs are good. I felt like of her when she came out, because... Because I remember I read a fascinating... Because of all people, Rick Ross, it was, of all people, basically, not I won't say big to up per se, but kind of said that, hey, when I was trying to get put on and we were writing, it was like me, it was like her, it was like Kanye, we were all, you know, yeah, yeah doing, putting in work. And obviously, so after Kanye became a certain thing, but he made it sound like she wasn't just a flash in the pan. Like, she was actually wanting to be oh, a no, rapper. She, she put in the work. Yeah. yeah. She put in the work. Now, the issue there is the fact of where, you know... It's hard for people to realize they have a certain set of privilege. Yeah. And I think in her case, like I, 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 it's one of those things where, and it's purely an online phenomenon you see now, where you see something kind of break out and you'll see an argument, right? Because if, if you go to like the, when a Twitter, when something, when a Twitter beef hits TMZ, off time, you could go back to the Twitter beef and see it break out. It's like, I see something a little silly. Yeah. You get a little offended. I get a little offended at what you say. You get a little more offended, and I'm just like, I'm gonna come out and shoot your parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you see the kind of beef. And I, I think of Iggy Azalea, her problem was the fact of where because she was getting attacked for see, being less authentic, she kind of couldn't see the forest for the trees of when she was fucking up, not admitting it. And I think she would make a lot of mistakes that a lot of American, I, I, I think there's a lot of people, not even American rappers, it was, she just thought she was privileged. She didn't realize that to a certain extent she got put on because she's white, or even a great M, a great MC like Eminem recognizes that. Yeah. And then she had that chip on her shoulder. Yeah. And I think it's something where, you know, it'd be nice to see a white female rapper do well. I think it's, I think there's a space for that. You know, I think there's a space for, I want to see rap females in general do well. Yeah, and it's kind of unfortunate where you've got something like that where they've kind of pissed it all away. And even when she's come back, because I read a lot of interviews, she's been very contrite. She's been relatively woke. Yeah. She's been kind of acknowledging her mistakes in the past. She's kind of come hat in hand. So it's kind of sad seeing her fall and fail this way and seeing the harsh judgment. At the same time, I think you kind of have to understand that for hip hop particular, the memory is long. And even though we may crack jokes about this and that, and there's certain levels of behavior we'll let slide because we aren't working certain kind of, kind of, kind of categories, like, like we said, misogyny, et cetera, et cetera. When you fucked up <laughs> in hip hop, that you're, it, it takes a while for you to kind of come back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. You had to go to jail, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, I mean, look, hopefully she, she comes back. Maybe she, you know, she finds that right formula. Um, but yeah, no, it's it, it, 2018 is a hard year for somebody like Iguizalia to, to like become a <laughs> you know, like, like she, you know, when you once you get canceled, man, like <laughs> it, it, it's hard to crawl out of a hole, so uh, yeah, uh, all right, so let's skip a couple. We're gonna go to, I guess, couple, couple of the year, couple of the year, couple of the year. It's been a, it's been a good and bad year for couples, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I think it's, I'm still, I'm still. Still been tragic for me, you know. I was I was offsetting Cardi B. I was hoping for a lot of beautiful, beautiful music, more babies, but now it's all over. I mean, we got we got a couple of babies, right? Yeah, we got at least one. Yeah, yeah, we, one, yeah one we got a baby, you know. But, uh, yeah, 
But I think this year and, and, and Stone Cold, it's 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 uh, the, the the couple of the year, probably five years, probably ten years running. Jay and Bay. Yeah, yeah. Which you know they dropped an album uh, that, to be honest, I, I completely forgot the name. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, is I'm really I'm sad. On. Like like they they own the culture for like two days with the <laughs> album, but the album was great. And then, like the cool thing about the album is is, and I guess it wasn't received that well or i don't know i mean it has a few grammy nominations and things like that but but i i think they figure out i mean first of all they figure out their marriage which is amazing yeah um but they complement each other like really well yep uh and they have since like you know was it oh four bonnie and clyde <laughs> yeah that was good yeah you know so i mean they, they've been around for so long um and but the cool thing about pop music, and this is what I really love when you do this right, you like they're constantly reinventing themselves. You know, like Beyonce is constantly evolving. She's she's on that Madonna track, you know. But Jay Z is constantly evolving, and Jay Z is like, you know, owning the fact he's an old ass man. Yeah, you know, and not even that old, you know. But he, you know, he's, he's an old old man for hip hop, and he's owning that. And instead of them. You know, Jay, like, trying to do Big Pimpin', you know, 2018. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm going to go tour on tour with my wife. And I'm going to go out and, like, we're going to make this album. And we're going to talk about how rich we are. <laughs> you know? Um, but, no, I, I mean, it was great. It was great. And, look, like, there's some couples offset talking to you that might be able to learn some lessons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Queen. <laughs> Shots fired. But no, I think there's no question about it where it's cool to kind of see people collaborate, you know, on on wax and in real life. And, you know, they're, they're still making dope tracks. I think it's, I think one of the most disappointing, and in, it's probably another category I'm probably spoiling now. I feel like that album should have been much bigger. I feel like it's kind of. It should have been. Yeah, I don't know if it's because it was, it came out in the weird Killers, killers Month of Summer shit where you had fucking Minaj, you had fucking the, the Kanye beef, you had fucking Drake and all this other shit happening. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely, as, as far as a short, concise album, a fantastic piece of work. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. So definitely. No. Uh, um, overhyped record of the year. This is another one where I feel like it's going to be hate. But I feel like we even kind of covered it. I think it's going to be Kanye to a certain extent because we kind of all fell into the hype, as yeah. you noted. Yeah. We all, yeah, we all got hoodwinked. Kanye picks up another award. You know, we'll send it to uh, his publicist. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean that that whole. I mean, we're expecting like Good Fridays, basically from from back in the day, and that that whole like cycle. Uh, I mean, we talked about it on the podcast, but that whole cycle is a bust. Oh yeah, you know? I agreed. It's 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 outside of Daytona, which we kind of. And here's the thing about Daytona: Daytona did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, no, definitely. Like it wasn't like something where it reinvented the wheel. Like if anything of Pusha T, Pusha T has been relatively consistent. If anything that he's ever not been consistent has been because either the, he's been out of his lane beat wise or something like that. Yeah. And Kanye's gave him beats where he normally raps with good over. Like it was it was kind of a given. Yeah. And, and it was and at this time in a world was so that's so chaotic and and unsure. It was nice to have something that kind of you know hold on to that you know was gonna be dope. But everything else was like you know like Tiana Taylor, and there were some great songs on that. Yeah. And then there were some great songs on Kitsy Ghosts, and you know even with Nas, you know I was hating on it a little bit before. It wasn't a thoroughly horrible, a thoroughly horrible album. No, no. But overall, for all that hype, for all those songs, for that whole fucking month, for all that fucking like drama. What do we have for it besides a really solid push T album, we, we, which we would normally get every couple of years anyway? So, to, again, like from that whole collection of albums, 
I really can't name one song other than the Pusha T songs. Yep. But like, but and I think too, like when Pusha T dropped, he was the first, he was the first week, and like set the bar really high, and then just like, yeah, from that point know. on, yeah. Uh, and it was crazy. It owned the culture for for a month and a half, and we really don't remember any songs. Nope. Oh, other than Poop at the Scoop. Poop at the Scoop. Oh, which is probably. <laughs> Poop the Scoop is probably the best song. <laughs> Out of all the Kanye songs, that's the best one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, all right. So, there's another category here. Beef of the Year. Obviously, that's Drake Pusher. Yeah, come on. That's, that's mean, no, there's nothing. Yeah. That, that was Vince McMahon, which wishes you could have wrote that story. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do want to talk about the most successful, oh, shit, you can do that too, genre switch award. Because uh, it goes out, you know, look. I know we talk about Drake a lot on this podcast, um, but that's because when we mention Drake, our numbers shot, shoot up. Exactly. <laughs> so Drake, 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 Drake. Champagne, <laughs> champagne poppy is God. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, like that track with Bad Bunny, Drake is singing in Spanish. And I was, I was hanging out with somebody the other day, and I forgot like who it was, but uh, they were saying... I had to like figure out where Drake was because I heard everything in Spanish and I thought Drake was gonna kind of come in like with some English language, whatever. And like I was, I had to go a genius to figure out what drum lines were Drake. <laughs> the which chameleon. Is like, yeah, which is a testament. It's a testament to the dude. <laughs> you know, again, like just coming in and owning uh, like a genre, like just like you know what, I'm gonna do reggaeton and I'm gonna do it in Spanish. You know, like. You know, two years ago he was doing fake Jamaican accents. Yeah, you know, and I, and I, you know, I know like people get it rubs people the wrong way. Like, you know, he is kind of like uh, somebody who's just jumps on trends. But I mean, the dude makes it hot, and that's a hot track. Yeah, no, it's a hot it's, track. And and I think it's and even though we don't really award versatility, perhaps in hip hop the way we should, you have to give the man his props. Generally, he does a, a wide variety of hip hop, and he's does it pretty well. He could do trap. He could uh, apparently he's doing that right now. He's doing reggaeton. He could do woke shit. He could do fucking club shit. He could say like it's he's definitely we may disparage Drake's skills as an MC to a certain extent because of the ghostwriters and yada 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 and it's disposable. But as far as a pop artist is concerned, I don't know anybody who's more talented than Drake. No nah, man. No, yeah, no, like, and, like, and, and look, dude, you know, like, like K-pop is popping off. He can rap in Korean. I'm sure he's like, oh, he's out there. Korean he's got, right he's now. Got, oh, he's ready for that shit. <laughs> he's, he's going to drop a Korean track. My, that's my predictions. Like Drake Ooh. K-pop is happening next year. Yeah, no, it's you know? it's a season versatile as shit. It's something where, and and I think it's 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 kind of we. It's very easy, and it is to a certain extent like you know culture hijacking. But you have to give the man his due. The, my man could basically hop on any beat. Any genre yeah. and fucking put up decent numbers. Yeah. Like, like, and it's like, there are definitely better singers, there are definitely better rappers out there, but he could do anything he wants. Exactly. And props to him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Drake, 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 Drake. Every time I say Drake, it's like 10 more listens. <laughs> and then, uh, as usual, we go into the, the, our favorite part of the show, the racism part. The accidental racist. What the hell were they thinking when they did this song, Bad Idea Award? And I think somewhere on the same page, Migos Narco Song. True. And True. I actually like that song, but True. I am also problematic, so I admit that. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> but when they start to talk off of uh, Ariba ad lib in the background, <laughs> you already know what you're gonna get. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Although I guess like uh, what was like Lil Pump or did like some type of Asian song. Oh yeah, no, he he, he, he said uh, something. I, something about I like my like it was a Yao Ming bar, but yeah, somehow he's made it into like, like how they speak. And then like it, the slant, the slant, yeah. slant eyes. I'm like, so that that might be a contender as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, although in general, hip hop has a little issue of using the word C H I N K or variations of that. Oh no! It's like like yeah. look. I mean, look. Uh, there's another nominee. Your boy Le- LeBron James tweeting out like oh, yeah, uh, no. the Jewish money. It's it's too. And it, it's a little <laughs> deeper conversation. But uh, I think because hip hop is so. It's so used to confronting racism and it's so used to being non PC, it doesn't really recognize how and it's being problematic on its own. Oh, of course. So, like, again, the Jewish money thing, I'm pretty sure they thought it was a positive. It's just like, I got, because even, not to be funny, Cardi B, my lawyer's a Jew. <laughs> I, look, there's a super cut of like rappers talking about their Jewish lawyers yeah, that's so, floating out on YouTube that's actually pretty amazing. Yeah, so it's it's something where, and and I think that it in, in, in the, you know, back in the days when we all had hope, back in the Obama days, when racism was something that we cured, yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, but you know, racial. in 2018, where it's just like, yo, the Jews actually control everything, is actual political belief that's get you in the White House. <laughs> it's become womp, a different womp. era. So I, I think that, uh, unfortunately, you know, it, it's something where what's good about it though is because we're becoming more woke. Yeah, like immediately that kind of came back. And 21 Savage even apologized, and yeah, some, for somebody who talks about murdering people all the time, and they read a song of his from the apologize, it's a pretty big deal. So I think we're kind of moving past that. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, the new woke crap era. But uh, Migos, sorry, guys. Yeah. You got to do better. Yeah. Do better. Um, so we want to skip the, you know what? Let's skip to the rapidly rap. Rap, rap, rap. Okay. Rapidly rap. Okay. Hip-hop award. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Backpack Award. It's the, it's the, it's the one where... <laughs> For everybody out there who owned a Mead and Marble Notebook, who wasted pens over pens over pens over those bars, who sat there three or four hours at a time standing at their local coffee shop slash poetry slam slash hip hop night, working on those words, this award is for you. I make real hip hop, man. Real hip hop. Real. Real. For the heads. Real. Real hip hop. For the heads. Um, So, you know what? There's. uh, All right. So there's a few nominees here. Um, the People's Champ is J-Rock, which I still have not listened to that <laughs> album. <laughs> no, but it's, you know. it's in general, I think from mainstream to non-mainstream, and even though they're old heads, because they're all cranky, because they have to take the Metamucil, yeah. even though they're all mad, it's, if you wanted your bars this year, you had hella bars. Yeah, no. You had J. Cole making an album that didn't put you to sleep. Yeah, no, J., the J. Cole. That that's a that's a good nominee yeah, right there. You, you know, you had like you said, you we won't we'll get to your nominee soon, so your nominees, but like we remember discussing just now, we had Armin Hammer where it's old school, like Def Jux, rapidy rap stuff. Yeah. You've had J. I. D. or Jid come out with his, you know, purely, you know, just crazy rhyming 5,000 miles per hour type stuff. Like, it's been a great... If you like I mean, bars, Prime, Prime 2 came out this yeah, year. Yeah, Prime 2 came... It's been a great year for bars. So, like, I think that even though, you know, the old heads, once again, they're mad at the barbershop, <laughs> talking about, like, you know, you don't know about this Method Man. <laughs> it's, and even Method Man, holy shit, he had this song, going back to that same rapper, um, Jid, J-I-D. Yeah. He had a whole... Straight up boom bap rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's been a great year for hip-hop. 
and if if you believe in hip hop on some like you know Catholic purist shit. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, so I I like my my winner here is I don't know how boom bap it is, but like it reminds me of old school hip hop. Well, not even like old school hip hop, like the backpack era of hip hop. But it's it's still kind of like grimy. It's still kind of you know, and that's the uh, the Alchemist produced Freddie Gibbs and Currency album. No, it's great. It's, which is great. It's great. And and, and there's, there's been a sea of albums like that with like going back to like let's say like your Rock Bashion dropped an album this year. Yeah. Like it's it's just beautiful. All you have is beautiful dusty ass loops. Yeah. Some hip hop beats and murderous talk, and that's all you need in life. Yeah. Hip hop. Yeah. And I think it's a it's a beautiful soliloquy. Of boom bap violence. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's gorgeous. Yep. Yeah, um, and then uh, my 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 second runner up is Black Thoughts, Streams of Thought. Yes, Volume Two, which is just Black Thought in the microphone, just the like snapping. going. Yeah, for like you know forty five minutes. Yeah, and, and, and I love it, and I feel like <laughs> you know? with Black Thought, he's somebody, and again, like any Roots fan will say, he's been slept on for a long time, and I think I like this this weird because I. I, I it's weird because he's had he's been rumored to have just like a solo record gonna come out eventually and yada yada yada. Yeah, I kind of like these little nuggets. He just comes out as like here's here's some six songs and I'm just spinning through the whole thing and here's some fun bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's stuff for the fans and, and uh, I love it. I mean, the hip hop heads love them some black thought. Yeah, and it so, it's, it's, it's real music. It, it, it is it's real hip hop. Not, 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 not that stuff to listen to. What is, what is this? What is this? A little pump? No, it's all black, black thought. Heard it, MC. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, that was get awesome. off my lawn. <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, so let's see. What are we going to jump to now? Um, I say let's go straight to the Shaquille O'Neal non-rapper rap record of the year award. Yeah. So who do you have here, fam? This is this one clear the best. We talking about the Cardi B's. Talking about the City Girls. Talking about all these female rapper rappers coming out here. Spitting their bars, there's only one female rapper who reigns supreme. That is the Queen Bee herself, Beyonce. Because on the Carters, okay, All who right. was the best MC on that motherfucker? Okay, who swagged the fuck out? That is true. Who made me want to go skirt skirt? That was all Queen Bee. That is true. Yeah, so Queen that, 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 I, I will give you that. So I, I, I had a tough time with this record. I mean, with this category, because I'm just kind of like, ah, uh, you know, maybe I'll put Post Malone here. I mean, like, I guess, like, the criteria are, like, people who don't rap, who, <laughs> who put out rap, <laughs> rap accessible, like, a music, a, 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 a composition that is at least 74.45% of hip hop. I like that line. We have to actually do that mathematics. Remind me next time I'm putting the algorithm. I'll be sitting there counting all the minutes. It's like, mm, it's only at 68%. This will not make the cuts. But no, Beyonce, Beyonce rapping is the best thing. I mean, like, like she, I, I want her to put out a only hip hop album, an only rap album. And I feel like she will destroy everybody. Even Nicki Minaj, I think. Yeah, no. You know, like, like I, I think like Beyonce is fierce. And she's I think fierce. she approaches it from a fan. Yeah. Like, she's somebody where, like, going back to Nicki Minaj, how we kind of mentioned how, we, at least I've mentioned how, like, I felt like a lot of the failings was because she wasn't, she was trying to hit all these imaginary targets and yeah. audiences which she didn't really have. I think Beyonce, you know, deep down inside, Jay's out there mourning the lawn, taking care <laughs> of the kids. She 
runs upstairs. He's like, what's happening? What's 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 this new mixtape? Huh huh huh? Gunna? Let me get this new Gunna mixtape. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then she kept it real. Like she approaches hip hop from a fan. And I think it's very. She likes rapping. She does. In, in a in a in a weird kind of malaise where rappers claim to not like rapping and it's yeah. all this and it's all the business. Yeah. She's somebody where it's fun and it's and and, and it's and it's, it's infectious. Yeah. And, and I, I think like a little bit of her is you know it's playing a character but playing a character in a good way. You yeah. know, like I feel like she owns this. Like you know, she's kind of like she's at this point where she can rap and she can you know be good at it. Um, and it just seems like she's having fun on the mic. Yeah, no, you and, know? The, and 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 that's hip hop. Like that's the that's the five elements of hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, y'all. So uh, so no, I mean no, I I, I definitely. I know where you're going with that category, but I definitely see like Beyonce is is the winner overall. Yeah. And then I'm gonna skip a little bit. We're gonna go to the the maid at Chainsmokers and Zed die in the same Festival Fire Award for best real electronic dance music album. Because here's the thing, EDM is huge. It's a popular genre. It sells out. But at the end of the day, it's 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 very the EDM that gets played in the festivals is not really the EDM that's really real dance music heads listen to or even even critics like. Yeah, there's a huge it's 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 one of the weird things where there's this huge yawning gap where you could make the argument in rock music. You know, you'd have your you know your Pearl Jam, your Nirvanas being critically acclaimed and selling out stadiums. Yeah. But for some reason, in EDM, the cheesiest, horrible shit is what sells. Yeah. But all the good, dope shit, you either have to be a real head to, to love or basically somebody who loves music. Yeah. And I think we both agree on this one. The Channel Trey EP. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like the cool thing about this, this EP is it's kind of like, well, first of all, dance music is black music. Yes. And, and the story. Yeah. Full stop. <laughs> No question. You know, only argument maybe Kraftwerk, and even then, Kraftwerk was not nearly as funky. Yeah, we flipped it, remixed it. That's all y'all yeah, get. I mean, yeah. We'll, all right, we'll give them Kraftwerk. But you know, like now, if you, if you even talk to some of the, like, the UK dance heads, like they'll they'll now acknowledge that they were just, you know, ripping off Chicago and Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and I think like with the Channel Trez EP, like like. Basically, I kind of felt that old school dance vibe. I kind of felt him kind of going back to this soulful, kind of housey uh, dance music that, you know, it, it's kind of, it, you know, soulful house is kind of like comes and goes. Um, and maybe he's trying to start a new wave, you know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, like, like, like it's kind of a lost uh, part of EDM, you know, and, and I feel like, you know, it's kind of interesting uh, when people talk about like "quote unquote" EDM. They just think of a white bro or whatever. But like EDM, and like it, you know, basically like EDM is almost like like hip hop. Yeah. Where there's so many different sub genres. There's so many different like whatever. Um, and I think you know, I haven't heard a project this year that um, that like really moved me in that space, other than the Channel Trans EP. Yeah, no, and it's and going back to your point, where it's moved me in that space, I think is very appropriate. Where it you it makes you want to dance. Yeah, it's not just you know things to go to the festival and get high to. It's not just this weird kind of electronic experimental stuff. It's stuff where it's like you just kind of sit there and vibe. I remember when I fell in love with the EP was I was driving in California, and obviously because it's California, you have to drive fucking everywhere. So I just put it on. So I just let it play, and the shit is brief as fuck. It's like maybe I feel like it's twenty minutes. I think it might even be a stretch. But I think it's more like fifteen. Yeah, but. It was 
was crazy was the fact of where it looped two or three times, but it felt like a fun party the whole time. Like it felt like like it, it didn't sound like the same song. It had different movements. It, did, yeah. it just flowed well, and it's it's something where it's a fun, dancey ass album. And I think that which is kind of ironic because we're in the era where EDM is probably one of the most popular genres in the world. It's hard to find a fun dance album, and that's what it's nailed. And yeah, it, because this EDM is. It's almost like mobile rap. It's like escapism. Yeah. For, like it's it's an outlet for you to do drugs too. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's like, what if I don't want to do yeah, drugs? Just want to dance. You know, just want to dance. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um. So speaking of drugs, are, are we going over time? Is it is it like the three no, hour? No, it's the award ceremony. You know, like the four and a half got, hour like award go, show. Looking for this up most of these and categories. Then, like, you know, like 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 the artist comes out there and we're like like wrapping up. We're playing the music. <laughs> oh, they come out there. They can start playing the distance. <laughs> oh, we that part of the show. <laughs> the guy's gonna come out there and start playing. The, you know, the orchestra's gonna come in. That one woman in gowns gonna kind of etch away into the crowd. I'm going to the stage trying to drag you off stage. <laughs> But uh, I, I think in in this case we could, we could, we could finish off. The, we have a handful of categories, but uh, I think the the best R and B album you can actually make love, not drugs, to. Mm. And I think it's an interesting one because again, as I'm a huge fan of modern R and B, I love The Weeknd, I love Your Scissors, I love everything else. But there's been a certain kind of shift in the way R and B is, where it's hard to find that real soul. Yeah, this is a tough category for for me too as well. Like like I. Again, like R and B's in a weird space. Um, I put like April and Vista because uh, that album I really love. It's a kind of an underground R and B album. Um, I put the Her album, but that album's from twenty seventeen. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I I don't know. We're doing like the shady like you know back room deals <laughs> like the Grammys <laughs> did to get Her everywhere. <laughs> but that's not a twenty eighteen album, so. Uh, I don't know, man. What do, you, what do you think? Well, for me, I think what I thought was the most... Yeah, it's going to sound really funny. It, it wasn't an R&B artist. I, I, to me, it was No Name. No Name, I thought, dropped the best Neo Soul album of the year without having any Neo Soulisms in it also. Wow. I felt like it was very soulful. I felt like it was live instrumentation. That's probably my favorite R&B album. Besides Goddess Mariah Carey. Oh, I apologize. Oof. Yeah. But, but I, for I R&B. I like, if I can make love that album. Yeah, you can't. It's hard. You're right. You have a point. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it was weird. I felt like, uh, again, it goes back to the weird place R&B is, where if you want your sad songs, you've got it. If you want your upbeat songs, you've got it. If you want your holding hands in the mall songs, you've got it. If you want your Al Green it's, there's no Al Greens. There's, I feel like the closest you had to that recently, I mean, recently in the last five, ten years, was probably The weekend, And even that, that came changed with self-loathing and hatred. Whereas, like, you can kind of make love to it. It'll be sad, depressing making love where, you know, three in the morning, you get up, sneak out of the bed, and, you know, call an Uber home. So, <laughs> it's, it's been a weird moment. I felt like, uh, and then unfortunately, even though he's been dropping a lot of songs, singles, his Frank Ocean's been M.I.A., so it's kind of it's it's kind of a it's gonna be a first an award show first. It's a barren category. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's to be continued to be decided. in Two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. Well, back in my day, we didn't have Uber. Ooh, look at that. Like, we had we had to figure out the bus we schedule because we were on the other side of town. The, 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 <laughs> the bus rider shame. <laughs> they smell like bad sex and, and, and alcohol. Uh, you kids have it so easy. Da, da, da. And I think I think we have the most appropriate award to end on. I think, well, we have two more awards. I think we should go two more. Okay. 
I think, I think, I think we're going to go with one that's one of my personal favorites, the Pitbull Best Pandering World Music Award. (laughs) (laughs) Because every year, aka Champagne Poppy, there's always a couple of tracks where, you know, they're trying to do a little crossover. They're like, oh, they're getting this little country music money. Yeah. Let me hop over here. Oh, yo, ho- yodeling is hot in Sweden. Let me hop over here. And I think that, and I think you called it, the the winner of the Pitbull <laughs> Pandering Music Award can only be one person. Pitbull. <laughs> and an Africa Total remix that made it on the goddamn movie soundtrack. So he's getting two fucking checks. <laughs> you know what? But I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm not mad at Pitbull at all. He's got a single like, and he's getting licensing. What the fuck is up with he's that? He's living the American dream. Jesus like, Christ. I'm not, I'm, I like, like, because look, you know, I remember like old Pitbull where he's like Mr. 305, like making like those Miami records. <sighs> you know, like, no, like, my, look, look, you know, and look, he's, yes, he's, he's like the sellout, like, Lifetime Achievement Award winner. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not mad. <laughs> I was like, he's gonna make that money. Oh, like, yeah. like and make you know what? Make the money. And, make the money. And <laughs> even of the Toto song, I'm st- the, the, the jury's still out. Overall, the songs he makes are just thoroughly inoffensive. Like it, it, it doesn't give me that same like like tinge in the mall when I hear in the background what is hate my life. Like it's it's, it's a pitbull. It's a pitbull song. I mean, it's that Toto song yeah. is probably is it, pretty offensive. But again, <laughs> I'm not I'm not even I'm not even mad. Like <laughs> get your money, fam. Like <sighs> remember when um they're like oh like we'll send pitbull to like like you know like any Walmart in the country. Yes. And like there's a joke thing and they sent to Alaska and the dude went to Alaska. Because he don't, he doesn't care. Yeah. He does not if it, if his checks cash, he does not care. And and <laughs> but what's great about Pitbull is he's still like he's still a he's still a dude from like Miami. Like one of my favorite YouTube clips ever is basically him on stage performing, and some dude kind of rolls on the stage. He punches a dude and keeps on rapping without losing any flow whatsoever. Yeah, and he, he cashed that in check. Suit, in a suit. In a, in a suit. In a suit. He cashed that check. And he cashed that check. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I mean, because yeah. <laughs> props to him, <laughs> man. And then this award is a quirky one, but I think kind of sums up an artist that I think defined a lot of 2018. The Cameron Best Hip Hop Background Ad-Lib Award. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes, and I, and I think that... Uh, the nominee, I think the winner is also Childish Gambino. Yeah, but that, yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about that. And then, yeah. like, we'll talk about maybe some of the other great you know, yeah, uh, you know, you know, yeah, there's a lot of great, you know, you know, there, 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 Playboy there. Cardi had some great ones, yeah, you know. Uzi Vert is always a big you know, one. I, so I, I put that down, but now I'm like, Drip. Drip is the ad lib of the yeah, year. Yeah, Drip is the ad lib of the year. Yeah, drip, drip is the ad lib of the yeah. year. Like, 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 Drip, Drip. Drip, Drip. That's true. Know? Um, I put I put Charles Gambino down because this is America. Like, took the whole ad lib concept and made it to high art. Yeah, it's it's it, there is there a bar in this is America? It's it's literally one long ad lib. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like I don't even know if it was supportive of ad libs or like you know making critical about ad libs, <laughs> um, which I think is like so beautiful and and you know. <laughs> We had this, you know, we had this, like, you know, what's your album of the year? I'm like, This Is America is, like, the album of the year for me, even though it's one track. <laughs> so It's a track that goes places, man. Um, L- little Lion King over here. <laughs> little, little, you know, hood trap stuff. <laughs> Wokeness. <laughs> but I do have to say, Drip is the album of the year. And, it, 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 you know, it's becoming so hard 
for us as people of color to make up new shit. Yes. <laughs> so white marketing corporations can steal and put into the advertising campaigns like, a year from now. And, and like we still have drip for another like couple months. Couple months. Couple months. I, Donnie will use drip. It'll it, it'll be about you know. It'll be a commercial where somebody you know. Like Downey, Downey would use drip. Yeah, I, I can, would I can not imagine surprised. it's gonna be a commercial where somebody you know they have their favorite shirt, it gets dirty. You know, it's like soccer practice. The mother comes comes home, washes it, puts it on there, and it's like, hey Todd, you're dripping. Drip, drip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I I think that you know, a, I think that going back to this is America, where it's something where if anything comes up. <laughs> Basically, music 2018, that's that. It went viral. Obviously, we discussed the ad-libs. It had a fantastic video. It had a message. It, it, it was a little bit of world music. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was something where I think that it kind of encompasses everything. And it's kind of cliche because the song's called This Is America. But I think what's cool about it is that it's a song that belongs to everybody but belongs to nobody. It's, a, it's an enigma. It's, 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 a, it's, a piece of, it's a weird piece of strangeness that... Even at our most experimental, you figure would not be a hit, but this thing was gargantuan. I mean, it was the number one song in the country. Yeah, so like, and it's crazy too because like they start playing on the radio, and it's like it's not even like a track that should be played. You yeah. know, it's like it's like it's all it's all visual, you know. Yeah. And like I was surprised they actually hear it on the radio, you know. So, nah, man, like like it, it's it's kind of crazy how that track that track evolved. Um, I mean, and, and Charlie's count Charlie's Kimmy was a goat, you know, he's, yeah. he's a goat, so. Um, yeah, man. And that's about it. So, uh, our last winner, like everything in life, is Mr. Donald Glover, Childish Game, but you know, the, the Vanguard Lifetime Achievement Award you know. in, in slash actor, <laughs> only, in slash acting, slash music, slash comedy, slash directing, slash script writing. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if I had to pick, like, an artist of the year, you know, whatever, it's, it's Donald Glover, like, hands down. Yeah, um, even, and and obviously, some it's been a weird year also because you had a couple of new songs, a new, actually, a new song, new albums came out in the end of the year. Have you heard of 21 Savage? I Yeah, so there's a, yeah. There's a category I, I wish I put in. It's just like, again, it's like albums that the barbershop, hippity hop people were like, oh, shit. These mumble rappers actually can do something. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, Playboy Cardi and Twenty One Savage. Yeah, Twenty One Savage. <laughs> I've never heard so many beautiful soliloquies of killing your moms and your pets and your goldfish. You know, this is one of the first rap albums to claim that he'll kill your goldfish. Uh, you know the, you know. All right, uh, all right. I'll, I'll rephrase it another way. Most improved. <laughs> That's fair. You know, they get the gold star. Yeah, it's like most of, most, most improved, improved most in the improved. class. Most improved. Uh, but I, I do want to say about the, both of those albums. Um, you know, as somebody who can't really stand mumble rap, um, there are people who are like hippie hop people who are like, "Yo, you need to check this out." And I did for both albums, and they're like great, and like they're they they, I think they're they're both maturing and evolving, and they're finding like you know they're being able to kind of. Take that mumble rap and like do it over more like quote unquote traditional hip hop sounds. Yeah, no, I, I think there's space for that. I think that people kind of dis dis mumble rap, but in general, it's got a sense of melody and flow that a lot of gotta be funny real rapidy rappers don't have. And I think that within that, there's a lot of places to kind of go bring the art to different places. 
That's yeah. all. So props to them. 21 Savage, don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that ends this for the inaugural Red and Stone Awards. Yeah. 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 We'll be back next year with more commercial breaks. <laughs> Free cocaine for the audience. Lots of Cristal. Maybe a shootout. We'll have to plan a shootout. Maybe we'll do a little sit Rihanna. <laughs> right next to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Right next to Nicki Minaj, right next to Cardi B. Yeah, I know. I we mean, have to get, we, we, have we, to need, change we need to bring the, the 96 Source Awards back. We're gonna, we're gonna, our, our award will be Maximal Beef. Like, everything <laughs> will be, we'll accidentally read awards and give somebody a ceremony, like, give somebody an award, whereas, like, the actual enemy and take it back from them and give the other person instead. <laughs> it's that our award is all about beefs. It's That's the what dirty it is. Santa of hip hop awards. The dirty Santa of hip hop awards. <laughs> 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 but as usual, fellas, ladies, kids, adults, aliens, thanks for listening to us. As always. As always, this past year has been it's, a good one. It's been a great year. You know, you it's know been what? Fun. Thanks, We're all thanks thankful. to everybody. You know thanks to everybody who's listening this, this past year. Yeah, so we're going to give you more new cool stuff next year. We got some ideas. We got things in the kitchen. We're cooking up. You know what I'm saying? On some old school 90s shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm out there with the baking soda. You know what I'm saying? With the with the, with the mittens, cooking, whipping, to quote a little bee. I don't know. I know I'm going with this, but it's 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 late. <laughs> but anyway, guys, uh, guys, it's always guys. See how it is? See how we default towards it's the gender? The gender terms, yeah. Is. But in, in the future, it'll be gender neutral. That's the, yeah. that's the goal. So. Anyway, people. Yes, people. Yes, are, thank you for that. Person, persons. I know. I know. Um, no, it's, it's it's been great. We'll, we'll we'll have more new stuff in 2019. So uh, yeah, keep yeah. keep listening. Awesome. Thanks for supporting, guys yeah. and girls. Later. Peace. Peace.